Welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about realistic home and life management. We want to avoid perfectionism, reject overwhelm, and handle housework and all the hats that we're wearing as moms in a way that builds relationships because our homes are tools, not showpieces. I'm your host, Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. I am also the author of The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And today I'm joined by my real life friend, Betsy Farquhar. All great stories point to the story of Christ redeeming his people, and Betsy loves to help people find those stories and know how to talk about them. To date, she's helped hundreds of children and teens and their parents and teachers discover great reads. One of her young friends calls her the good book lady. (laughs) That's a great title. When she's reading ahead for you, she does so with sticky notes, not book darts, and she willfully dog ears pages. She's a fan of George MacDonald, robust book discussions, and the Oxford comma. (laughs) So welcome, Betsy. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So what kind of things do you have going on in your life right now? What plates are you spinning Uh, I'm spinning the same plates I've been spinning for several years, but they've all gotten bigger this year. I'm homeschooling three teenagers, all high school. I'm the managing editor for redeemedreader.com. So we've added some new management buckets under my large, into my big bucket. There's more buckets. I am one of the teen, the youth group leaders at my church. There's a team of four of us. I'm married. I'm a mom, a daughter a friend, all the things. So with a lot of responsibilities on your plate and kind of all different things, then how do you go about planning or managing those? Is it, you know, you just list out all the things to do and then you just do them and it's all great. (laughs) So I'm what I would call an idealistic over planner. Uh, (laughs) There has not been a planner invented that could hold all of the things I could think up to do in one day. Uh, So I've had to recognize, I like to think of it as balancing humility and honesty when I come Mm. to my plan. So the humility part is that the Lord doesn't really need me to accomplish these things. I mean, I feel like I'm indispensable to the plan, but I'm really not. (laughs) And then honesty about what is on my plate and what I need to not add to my plate. Mm. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I have a, I would say a low details threshold and I'm managing a lot of details this year it, with teens. You know, I have to figure out driver's ed and standardized testing and they're talking college and part-time job. And these are a lot of details. And so I've had to be really upfront with myself and other people about what else I cannot manage at the same time. <laughs> so. so what would you say to other you know, maybe chronic over planner <laughs> moms who maybe feel like it's just a problem with them that they, they have a great plan. They just can't stick with it. Well, I think the kind of planner you use, I need a weekly layout because the boxes are smaller for a given mm. day. So that's just a good boundary. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I know that three things is really about all I can commit to. And one of those three things in a given day needs to be the low hanging fruit. I actually put water plants as one of those three things because it just reminds me to keep it a little bit more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's super doable. It's a baby step, right? You can. It is a baby step. If life is discouraging and you can't do everything, it's like, I can do that. <laughs> and I've also had to, I've had to view appointments and doctor's appointments and meetings as one of my three things. Mm. Instead of looking at the half hour margin between events and thinking, what could I fit in there? <laughs> well, you know what? I might need to drink water and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So you keep a weekly view, but have a daily top three. Is that? That's what I Yes. I start each month with a giant brain dump and then I just kind of add to it through the month if I need to, but I kind of do a big macro what's on my plate, put in the big rocks. What are the things we've committed to? uh, And then I plan each week and then each, each morning, sometimes I do it the night before I kind of figure out based upon the week's list, what are the three things that are, that make the most sense today? Sometimes it's an urgent thing or an appointment. And sometimes it's just the doable part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Cause sometimes, you know, when we see, when we have a really long list, we tend to think that that means that if we don't get all of that done, something's wrong with us when it might just be, <laughs> The the list is not, it's not realistic. And that doesn't mean that we don't need those things on the list. It just means we need to look at what's there and choose wisely in the moment, which is hard. Well, and sometimes it means if I'm, if I've had a string of days go by where I'm just not even, not even making it right. Mm -hmm. Then I need to analyze, well, are there things I need to automate? (laughs) You know, maybe I need to have a really rigid meal plan for a season where I don't have to think about it. Uh, I've been known to get everybody the same birthday gift in a given year. Like all of my extended, you know, sisters, sisters-in-law, mothers, like they're all getting flowers this year. Done. I've made the decision once. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes there are seasons where I just, I have to automate some things. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where that honesty comes in. What, what needs to be taken off my plate? Yeah. Well, and even recognizing what is taking up decision mental power. Like, you know, I wouldn't have even thought of gift giving, but decision fatigue is real. And then knowing what you can automate. So what are some things that you've automated? One simple thing is we've automated our tithe. The check comes to us, but our bank sends it the first of the month. So we don't have to think about that. We still take it to church, right? But we know ourselves, we know this is an important thing for us. And if the bank can remember that better than I can, well, I've delegated that responsibility to my bank. Uh, There are other things I've done. Tuesdays, my boys have a one hour class. And that's a really good time to bulk um, a lot of tiny little errands. Like if I have to deposit a check and actually go into the bank, or if I have to drop something off with the post office, so I've just kind of blocked that time in my, my mental map, as it were. What are the little errands that I can do? And so I've automated the timing, I suppose, of mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And blocked those together because that can take a lot of time. Yeah. 
you just like, oh, well, at some point I'm going to adding time, leaving the house, period. Right. <laughs> bigger than we <laughs> often think it is. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Simplified Organization Show. Redeemed Reader is an excellent resource for every parent who wants their kids to read more, but not read trash. (laughs) If you need help picking good books, even good modern contemporary books, then Redeemed Reader is a resource for you. There is the link in the description below to find the free resources that Betsy was talking about today, and I encourage you to check those out. Also, don't forget to come back for part two of my conversation with Betsy, where she gives us some real insights and tips and strategies about planning meals. You don't want to miss it. And until then, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.